Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi na'hmaduhu wa nasta'inu bihi wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiya lah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله وصفيه من خلقه وخليله بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة وجاهد في الله حق الجهاد حتى أتاه اليقين فصلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين يا أيها الذين آمنوا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله تعالى وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أجارني الله وإياكم من النار ثم أما بعد Continuing our series Purification Before Adornment the purification of one's soul, one's actions, and one's scroll before entering upon Ramadan and adorning oneself with the piety of worship and Iman. We want to move on, بإذن today to one of the main adornments of Ramadan, one of the main acts of worship that one does in Ramadan, the Qur'an, the recitation of the Qur'an. I want to focus on some texts from the Qur'an and the Sunnah, on the virtue of the one that recites the Qur'an, serving as an encouragement, serving as a preparation for the one that is looking forward to Ramadan, and looking forward to connecting himself with the Qur'an in Ramadan. Allah Azza wa Jal describes the Qur'an as a guidance. Allah says, Indeed, this Qur'an guides to that which is most upright. This description that Allah Azza wa Jal has given, I chose on purpose. There are many other descriptions like a cure and mercy that the Qur'an is shifa and rahmah and so on and so forth. But I want you to remember this. Keep it in your mind and store it for the end of the khutbah because I want you to bring it back for me. Now as for the one that reads the Qur'an, that recites the Qur'an, that memorizes the Qur'an, that lives with the Qur'an, that acts upon it, teaches it, spreads it, the one that has a relationship with the Qur'an. Not only in Ramadan, but all year round, the Qur'an will serve 
as an intercession for him on the day of judgment, will intercede for him before Allah Azza wa Jal. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, اِقْرَأُوا الْقُرْآنِ فَإِنَّهُ يَأْتِي يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ شَفِيعًا لِأَصْحَابِهِ Read the Qur'an, for it will come as an intercessor for his companions on the day of resurrection. Read Surah Al-Baqarah and Ali Imran, the two lights, for they will come on the day of judgment like that of two clouds or two shades or two flocks of birds that will, that will be pleading for those who recite them. Read Surah Al-Baqarah. For in it there is blessing and neglecting it there is grief. Read Surah Al-Baqarah for the ones that have fear or are afflicted with black magic or have an issue with the eye and so on and so forth. Read Surah Al-Baqarah as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he said the magicians cannot handle it. One of the virtues of reading the Qur'an is that the reader, the one that reads the Qur'an and recites it, gains ten rewards for every letter he reads. And Allah Azza wa Jal is of giving the most generous. And this ten, these ten rewards can be multiplied many multiples. For Allah is the one that you're dealing with. The Prophet said, whoever reads a letter from the book of Allah will receive a good deed, a hasana, and each good deed is worth tenfold. I do not say alif, lam, mim is a letter. Alif is a letter, lam is a letter, and mim is a letter. In these three letters, there are 30 hasanat. Imagine a page, imagine five, and imagine ten. Something that you are capable of doing in one gathering, in one seating. In one recitation, five, ten pages are very achievable. Count the letters, count the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal in these pages. Amongst the secrets of reading the Qur'an is that the reader is honored by Allah Azza wa Jal on the day of resurrection. And he earns the satisfaction and the pleasure of Allah Azza wa Jal, as the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, the Qur'an will come on the day of resurrection and will say regarding the one that took the Qur'an as a companion, it will say before Allah, Oh Allah, honor him. So Allah Azza wa Jal, oh Allah, adorn him. So Allah Azza wa Jal will adorn this person with a crown, with a crown, the crown of honor. And then the Qur'an will say, O oh Allah Azza wa Jal, increase him. So Allah will clothe this person with a garment, the garment of honor. Then the Quran will say, O oh Allah, be pleased with him. So Allah will say, Allah Azza wa Jal will be pleased with him. And will say to this person, read and recite and elevate. اقرأ وارتقي ورتل كما كنت ترتل في الدنيا. Read and elevate in levels. Raise and rise in level and recite melodiously like you used to recite in this world. For your final station in paradise is with the final verse you read from the Quran. Another 
blessing from the blessings of the one that recites the Quran is that it envelops the, its people in light on the day of resurrection from one of the tremors of the hereafter is darkness even in this world darkness is not something that mankind likes in darkness you have a sense of fear as loss of direction and so on and so forth for the people of the quran on the day of resurrection it will envelop them with light especially especially those who carried out the trust of teaching their children the Qur'an. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man qara'a al-Qur'an wa ta'allama wa amila bih ulbisa walidahu yawm al-qiyamati tajam min nur dawuhu mithlu al-shamsi wa yuksa walidahu hullatayni la yaqumu lahum al-dunya fayaqulani Bima kusina hadha fayuqalu bi'akhdhi waladikum al-Qur'an On the day of resurrection, whoever reads the Qur'an, whoever learns the Qur'an and acts upon the Qur'an, his parents will be clothed on the day of resurrection with a crown of light. The brightness of it is like that of the sun. And they will be dressed in two garments which the world cannot equal they will question and ask why are we dressed or why are we clothed with this it will be said because your child now it's nice that the parents care about their children's education they put private tutors they put teachers for them they even care about their extra curriculum activities like they take them to sports and they make sure they religiously take them to self-defense Activities and so on and so forth And all this is good in raising the child But where is our, your child? Where are our children from their relationship with the Qur'an? If it's for no one, let it be for yourself Let it be for yourself Put in this child of yours the Qur'an So that you can find it on the day of resurrection for you Awaiting you mercy from Allah Azza wa Jal The one that recites the Qur'an is from a specific people, from a special people. He is from the selected people of Allah Azza wa Jal. Allah Azza wa Jal has a special people, has an honored and distinct people. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Inna lillahi minan nasi ahleen. Inna lillahi, inna lillahi ahleena minan nas. That for Allah Azza wa Jal, there are his own people. From mankind, there are a selected people that are special with Allah Azza wa Jal. They asked, Whom are they, Ya Rasulullah? He said, Ahlul Quran, whom Ahlullahi wa khasatuh. That the people of the Quran are the people of Allah and His special ones. So it's incumbent on every one of us to have a relationship with the Quran. It's important. It's a life goal. That each and every single one of us has a relationship with the Qur'an. Not in Ramadan only and exclusively in Ramadan. But a relationship with the Qur'an day in, day out. Our lives are supposed to be revolved around the Qur'an. Not the Qur'an revolved around our lives. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to forgive us and to allow us to be connected to the Qur'an 
أقول ما تسمعون وأستغفر الله لي ولكم فاستغفروه فيا فوز المستغفرين الحمد لله وكفى ولا عدوان إلا على من ظلم وبغى والصلاة والسلام على المبعوث المصطفى صلوات ربي وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تمسك بسنته واكتفى بهديه بإحسان إلى يوم الدين ثم أما بعد uh, The verse that I mentioned in the beginning of the khutbah إن هذا القرآن يهدي للتي هي أقوم That indeed the Quran guides to that which is most upright Bring it to the front of your memory And bring it to your attention Because now is when I need it from you The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that from the virtues of the Qur'an, the one that recites the Qur'an or the community that recites the Qur'an will not be led astray. The one, and the, the, one, the individual and the community that recites the Qur'an will not be led astray. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, قَدْ تَرَكْتُ فِيكُمْ مَا لَن تَضِلُّوا بَعْدَهُ إِنْ اِعْتَصَمْتُمْ بِهِ I have left between you, I have left amongst you, that which you will, if you cling on to, will never go astray. Kitab Allah, the book of Allah. Why so? It's because the book of Allah Azza wa Jal guides to that which is most upright. إِنَّ هَذَا الْقُرْآنِ يَهْدِي لِلَّتِي هِيَ أَقْوَمْ So as a community and as an individual, if you are connected to the verses of Allah Azza wa Jal, reading, reciting, implementing, acting upon, understanding and spreading, these actions will preserve you from being led astray. And it is safe to say, the one that does not have a connection with the Qur'an, is as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam described him to be like a ruined house. إِنَّ الَّذِي لَيْسَ فِي جَوْفِهِ شَيْءٌ مِّنَ الْقُرْآنِ كَالْبَيْتِ الْخَرِبِ The one that does not have, has nothing of the Qur'an within his heart, then he is like that of a ruined house. Why do I say this? And what connection does this have to Qur'an, to Ramadan, this month? The month of Sha'ban is known to be the month of the Qurra, the month of those that recite the Qur'an. They would recite the Qur'an all year round, but they will increase in their recitation coming up to Ramadan. They will busy, with them, they will busy themselves with that which benefits them. They will busy themselves with the words of Allah, that which will benefit them in Ramadan. Don't be caught out in the traps of shaitan. You start late. You come into Ramadan, heedless of the Qur'an, and then you don't know how to start and where to start, and then all of a sudden, Ramadan is gone. Start before Ramadan. You don't read? Now's the time to read. Open the Qur'an. It might be uh, weird and awkward at the beginning. You've been so far away from this Qur'an, and now you want to approach it. I feel embarrassed. Don't, be feeling, don't feel embarrassed from Allah Azza wa Jal. He's the most forgiving. You don't know how to read? Now's the time to start learning. Now is the time to start learning. You know how to read? Perfect your recitation. You've perfected it. Start memorizing. You've memorized. Understand. Ponder. 
You understand and ponder, implement and act upon. You implement and act upon, spread and teach. There's always something to do with this eternal word, the eternal words of Allah Azza wa Jal. So be connected to it. Be connected to the Qur'an all year round, especially coming up into Ramadan in the month of Sha'ban. And don't fall into the traps of shaitan. Don't fall, don't fall into the traps of shaitan in where he will catch you off guard. Where he will catch you off guard and derail you from that which you are supposed to be busied with. In your heart, there's only one or the other. The two opposites. You can either have the Qur'an, the words of Allah, or the shaitan, and the words of the shaitan. Evil speech. You can have music. And everything that comes from the shaitan, it's either either. Either either. Now coming up into Ramadan, I must mention, as a reminder for myself before others, when's Ramadan? When's Ramadan? The moon. Do we cite it locally, globally, regionally? Do we go off calculations? Do we follow this organization or that organization? And then evil speech starts to spread about this sheikh and that sheikh and this organization and that organization and you've lost your Ramadan before you began. You busy yourself with something you do not... I begin with myself. We do not change... Yani even if we talk, talk about it. Are we going to be able to pull strings and make a decision and tell the Muslim community today or tomorrow is Ramadan? We're not. So why do we busy ourselves with something that will not benefit us? All it's going to bring is a burden upon us. We're going to speak haram about some sheikh or some organization and then burden ourselves with that. Leave, my advice, leave it for those that will carry that burden on the Day of Judgment. Those that are an authority, they will discuss this. They can differ, let them differ. Let them carry it. Don't carry it yourself. You will not be asked before Allah Azza wa Jal, why did you fast Monday or Tuesday? You will not be asked that. The one that takes that decision is the one that will carry the burden of the community. So don't busy yourself with that topic and destroy your Ramadan before it begins. The Prophet wasallam he says, Man lam bih, The one that does not leave evil speech and actually acting upon it, then Allah is not in need of this person's hunger and thirst. Allah is not in need of this person's hunger and thirst. So be cautious, be aware, and be wary not to fall into the traps of shaitan. But you still haven't told us who should we follow and what moon should we follow. You want my humble, personal advice that I take upon myself? Who do you trust with your aqidah? Who do you entrust teaching you your creed? Because the one thing that is not compromisable on the day of judgment is your creed. Who do you entrust teaching you who Allah Azza wa Jal is? Who do you trust? Who do you entrust teaching you how to get to Allah? This person, I believe you can trust him with a moon. And telling you when to start fasting and not fasting. This person will have what it takes if you trust him in guiding you to Allah then trust this person in telling you where Ramadan is. And that's what I'll do. I'll be sitting down, awaiting a phone call from the one that I have entrusted with my aqidah, 
and he will call me and he will say, tomorrow is Ramadan, then I will say to my dependents, tomorrow is Ramadan. Whoever wants to fast, it's for him, and whoever doesn't, don't waste your Ramadan on something that will not benefit you at the end of the day. Fear Allah Azza wa Jal, pay attention to Ramadan and how to benefit from Ramadan. Start with the Qur'an. Start with the remembrance of Allah Azza wa Jal and Allah will bless your Ramadan and allow it to flourish and allow you to benefit after Ramadan and give you that of mercy which you do not know. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to allow us to witness this Ramadan and many Ramadans to come. And I ask Allah Azza wa Jal to make us from those that are saved from Jahannam this Ramadan. أقول ما تسمعون إن الله ولا إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم اغفر للمؤمنين والمؤمنات الأحياء منهم والأموات بكرمك, بكرمك يا ربنا قريب مجيب الدعوات اللهم برم لهذه الأمة أمر رشد يعز فيه أهل طاعتك ويذل فيه أهل معصيتك ويؤمر فيه, بالم... ويؤمر فيه بالمعروف وينهى فيه عن المنكر يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم كل إخواننا المستضعفين المرابطين في غزة اللهم كلهم عونا ونصيرا اللهم كلهم عونا ونصيرا اللهم اجعل لهم من ضيقهم مخرجا اللهم اجعل لهم من ضيقهم مخرجا اللهم اجعل لهم من ضيقهم مخرجا إنك ولي ذلك والقادر عليه